0: Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Big story when it comes to alcohol in this country is people walking into LCBOs and walking out with as much booze as they can carry. We've talked about this on the show. And it seems to be a problem that is not going away. It's actually getting worse, Dev.
1: Yeah, there was a recent string in Winnipeg where a bunch of people have been going into liquor stores, basically with huge bags, getting as much booze as they can get, And just getting out of there, and now police, like, because there was one case where there was a a person, this happened right in front of them, they tried to make a citizen's arrest, they did, but police are warning people not to do that. If this happens in front of you, don't do anything, don't even uh, take a cell phone video, because you don't want to agitate the people who are stealing the booze. What a
0: joke. Jim and I have been watching videos of, of these crimes, and there's a lot of them online. And there is a, there's a woman who got punched in the
2: face during one of these. Yeah, there was like seven, it looks like young people who were leaving it. Like a, a bit of a gang kind of went in there at once, a mob. And then, uh, yeah, as they were leaving, one lady kind of grabbed the guy's uh, liquor bag, and he just slapped her. And there's another one where a
0: guy brings like a full-on uh, like luggage with wheels on it.
2: <laughs> like and what? it is it looks heavy. It's it packed. is full. And he fills this thing up and wheels it. Out of the LCBO, and, and nobody's trying to stop him. As he's pulling he, and he's, he's knocking over wine bottles, and you hear things smashing down the aisles. Just a train wreck. Would you try and stop him? Jim? Absolutely. I would. I would. I would try to trip him, like kick a, kick his leg into his other leg, and uh-huh. just
1: see him fall over start or something.
2: Throwing cans at him. Oh yeah, if I had like a, t- a mixer pack of Tall Boys, I'd start rifling them at the back of his head.
1: I'd hoof him right in the nuts. (laughs)
0: Honestly,
1: I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. The
0: cops are saying uh, that you shouldn't do that. Jim's just mad because he has to pay for his booze. Yeah.
1: Listen, there are no rules... When they're when it comes to this, right? So you don't have to be a gentleman about it. You come up from behind. But haven't, in the haven't some of the people who have been doing this? Haven't they been caught and they found guns on them? Some people have had weapons. They've had guns, and so that's one of the reasons people, police are telling people not to be a vigilante on this. And s- staff have been told not to intervene. Police say they have new technologies, new ways to catch these people. They're not sharing them because they don't want people to catch on to what they're doing. But that's why they're saying people, if yeah, you are right. in this situation, you don't think don't they really do have new technology. They're just like saying there's, that?
2: There's some sort of chemical in the pool, and if you pee in it, we'll bust you. This is just a, a terrible attempt at a warning. This only happened because the cops said don't do anything in the first place, and it's only going to get worse. Yeah, there was a news story. It's probably our fault for talking about it months ago when yeah.
0: when that story came out that said LCBO employees will not try to stop you if you grab a bunch of booze and run out of the store. What do you think is going to happen?
1: This isn't exactly a sophisticated crime here. Yeah. But they're saying, do not try
0: and stop That's the right. thieves if you see someone just grabbing booze and running out of an LCBO. But I'll tell you guys a story, okay? Uh, there's a guy I know, and he witnessed a crime like this where somebody uh, he, somebody stole something, and he, he saw it plain as day, and the thief was running past them, And somebody yelled, hey, stop that guy. And he kind of thought to himself, "Well, this isn't my problem. I'm not going to stop him." Thief got in the elevator. Mm-hmm. Later that night, killed his uncle Ben. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Did he learn a lesson too? Maybe a mantra?
0: Yeah. Don't. Uh,
2: <laughs> With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't. Don't let the guy get away. <laughs> might kill Uncle Ben That's what he learned <laughs> So who knows Here in the LCBL Guys running out with a handful of wine bottles Might want to trip him <laughs> <laughs> That's the least you could do Trip them, or, or go Devin Peacock style and kick him in the nuts <laughs> From behind <laughs> It's National Cat Day today Ooh. Happy National Cat
2: Day everybody <laughs> Jim, you, uh, you a cat fan? Uh, I'm on the fence. I had a cats growing up, but uh, in the country, and they're like barn cats who uh-huh. hung outside and didn't come in the house. Yeah. I like them. I've expressed my view of of cats before. I,
0: they're okay. Uh, I, I don't like the smell of cats in a house. Yeah, me neither. The litter box? Mm-hmm. If you keep the litter box immaculate, that's one thing, but I've been in some houses where the... The thing's just full of little cat turds
2: and it's the worst. Yeah. And you sit on the couch and get back up and you're, it's like you got a hairy back on the outside of your shirt. And I've known some dudes, some grown men who own cats and mm-hmm. it's just the creepiest thing ever. Yeah. I don't, you know what? When they, when they rub its back and then like hold it and then like let its tail go through their fist. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs>
0: Uh, weird i know exactly what you're talking about they start at the head and they work the way down and then you know it's not enough that they've pet the cat from head to the base of the tail yeah they have to actually make a little o with their (laughs) hand and continue on up the tail and they're doing this in front of you it's unsettling If, if you're gonna do that in front of me what are you doing when we're not around you and your cat. And the buttholes, you know? Always, yeah, yeah, in your face. So the cat buttholes. I had a, a friend, Erin, and she had a couple of cats, and one of them, Dutchie, I think was the cat's name, would always have a piece of poo. He was like a really what? furry cat. He'd always, it would get caught in his fur.
2: Okay. So
0: there'd be like a, like a, a Klingon. Color. Yeah. 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 <laughs> A will knot, <laughs> yeah. a cat version of a will exactly, not. Exactly, exactly. I think that's what got me turned off cats. That was uh, when I was in my younger years, and is mm-hmm. looking at that little dangler is no, no thanks. This isn't for me. I do enjoy. I've come around a little bit because we have a neighborhood cat. Walter lives a couple houses down, but this is a, he's a cool cat. Yeah. I think this is where the phrase comes from. He's just a cool cat. He'll, he'll wander the neighborhood. He'll come up and say hi. Sometimes he'll be in our backyard. And, uh, you know, he's probably keeping the mice away. Yeah, probably. Which is cool. But then we don't have to do anything like feed him or, you know, clean up after him. So it's, there's not hair on our couches. Mm-hmm. So we get the best of both both worlds. We get to spend a little little cat time with Walter every once in a while, but we don't have to do anything for it. That's good. It is National Cat Day. Make sure you do something extra nice for your cat like uh, like buy him a big ball of yarn or maybe don't torture him with that laser pointer, even (laughs) though it is like the most fun thing you can do with a cat, right? The best. And the internet flew into an outrage yesterday because of the updated version of the Alphabet song. What's this now? The ABC song, Jim. This is a popular jam around our house right now (laughs) as we try and and teach our son the alphabet. Um, There's a website called DreamEnglish.com. They post educational songs for kids and they took it upon themselves to update the alphabet song to make the LMNOP part a little more palatable for young minds. It's the best part already. Elemental P, they thought they were just a little too lumped in together, so they have they have changed that part of the song. Listen closely here.
2: A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U
0: W-R-X-Y-Z <laughs> The look of disgust on Jim's face right now.
2: Who do these losers think they are? And you're not feeling it? H-I-J-K-L-M-N O-P-Q Now they
0: say the, the reason is because there's kids that thought like Elemental P was just one letter. So it's P.
2: <laughs> yeah, th- but the thing is, when I hear little kids do, uh, it, that's Element P is the most memorable part. This is how my impression of like a little kid when they're first learning their alphabet it goes like A B C D E G Element P. And, a and b v like they can't remember any of the other part like that part it makes it sticks it in makes their brain the brains. l the m the n the o and the p it makes them the stars of the show it's like a great part right in the middle uh-huh. you know a nice little punctuation there that they know they have to get to and then move on this new one sounds stupid huh yeah this is the biggest alphabet
0: song controversy since the um uh the lawsuit uh, from the "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star" people, <laughs> <laughs> the copyright infringement lawsuit from the Baba Black Sheep people. Yeah. <laughs> you know those are
2: all the same songs, right? Yeah, of course, of course, and that's why this will never catch on. Yeah, it's the same. It's the music is the same, but they go like Q, R. As, like They're changing it up. It's, it's never going to happen. You're a traditionalist. Stop. H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O I think this is the part
0: of the song we need to focus on here.
2: N-O
0: N-O spells no. <laughs> Don't mess with our alphabet song, you jerk. where they hide? Yes, we are playing Where They Hide It. Our contestant is Justine. Hi, Justine. How are you today?
2: I'm pretty good. Right
0: on. So we're going to give you three different stories about people hiding things for various reasons. And you have to guess where they hid it. Multiple choice, so it's not too tough. The, uh, the, the twist is, though, one of the stories is about someone hiding something in their butt region, Okay. All right. And if you suspect I am telling you that story, which we refer to as the daily dumper, you yell out the phrase daily dumper before I give you the multiple choices. Okay? Yep. First story, where'd they hide it? Back in December of 2017, a highway patrol trooper pulled over a 32-year-old guy named Manuel Sanchez in Columbus, Montana. The trooper asked Manuel where he was coming from, and he said he had just been to Yellowstone National Park, and he told the cop that he saw Yogi Bear there. Neat. Now, that comment made uh, the officer suspicious enough to ask for permission to search the car. Manuel said, okay. During the search, the cop found eight pounds of meth. where <laughs> oh, my they goodness. hide it? Did he have the meth hidden inside his glove box? Inside the spare tire in his trunk or inside a picnic basket?
2: <laughs> I'll go with his spare tire. Yes, you are correct. Oh, I was hoping it was a wicker picnic
0: basket. Uh, <laughs> picnic basket. Okay, you got that one. That's one down for you, Justine. Next story here. Dustin Schoenhofer, the drummer for the band Walls of Jericho, has been arrested in Oregon with 632.5 pounds of marijuana and a suspected 36.8 pounds of butane honey oil extract. Now, can we get some, uh, some Walls of Jericho music there, Jim? A little sample of what this band's all about. Okay, so this is, this is his band. This is the drummer. Sounds like he needs 632.5 pounds of marijuana just to chill out a bit. Holy cow. All right.
2: Where'd they
0: hide it? Did he hide all that weed and the oil in his drum kit? In boxes of Walls of Jericho t-shirts and merch? Or in the back of his pickup truck?
2: Oh,
0: I'm gonna go with just in the back of his pickup truck. Good job! Oh, <laughs> you got it. He didn't have it hidden very good at all, and uh, he actually told the police officers he had no idea it was back there. <laughs> Six hundred pounds of it. <laughs> I don't know. So uh, my buddy just asked me to bring this package. Uh, to him. I didn't know it was 632 pounds of marijuana. I, I, I thought my buddy just forgot to go on a dump run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought I ran over 632 skunks. <laughs> <laughs> As if you're not going to smell that. Okay. This is the last story. Where'd they hide it? Daily Dumper. An Italian oh, man. Geez. An Italian man is facing 25 years in prison after being arrested by the Australian Border Force for trying to enter their country, well in possession of 300 grams of heroin worth around $120,000 Canadian. Yikes. And you're going daily dumper on that one. Let's check in. Yes, you are correct.
1: Oh, a lot.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of merchandise to have up there. <laughs> mm hmm. That's the most expensive poop you're ever going (laughs) to (laughs) take. 25 years in prison. Not worth it. Not worth it.
1: You will soon be able to drink your sorrows away 24-7 at an airport bar when your flight is cancelled. The Ontario government has proposed a new law to loosen booze rules, including allowing airport bars to serve alcohol 24 hours a day. (laughs) Currently, they can do that between 9 a.m. and 2 a.m. Yeah. The proposed changes would also lift limits on the amount of booze you can bring home from other provinces. You would also be allowed to take your dog onto patios and into breweries. What about my pet iguana?
0: Can I bring my my lizard with me on the patios? Sure, why not? (laughs) The whole airport thing, though, that's dangerous. Flying around,
2: not knowing what day it is, what time it is, just crushing pints, Jim. Jet lag, which is like a couple, like four extra beers, Mm. biologically. I can remember
0: I went to, uh, my cousin Paul and I went to Las Vegas And our flight got delayed. We flew from London to Detroit, and then our flight was delayed in Detroit. And it was 7 in the morning, I think, when they start serving at (laughs) Detroit's airport. (laughs) So we had our bacon and eggs, and we started drinking beers. And then we landed in Vegas. That was a long weekend, man. (laughs) (laughs) Like, save us from ourselves. Don't serve us beer with breakfast. You crazy? (laughs) Like, who is demanding that they serve beer 24 hours in in
2: an airport? It's medicinal.
0: Okay. Calm everyone down, I guess. Uh, I don't know. As long as the pilot's not drinking. Uh, Jim, you should be against this. If anyone should be against it, it's Jim Kelly, the man who once delayed a flight because he was so
2: hungover, he barfed in the aisle. I know, but that's, like, if I would have been able to drink at the airport, it would have got me back in the party little mode. little hair of the dog. Yeah, yeah. If you could have
0: had some hair of the dog, that flight would have left on top. You fight fire with fire. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 24-hour booze at an airport. Great idea. <laughs> Let's talk about the King, King James, LeBron. It's time to shave the head, bud. Yes. Video's gone viral of uh, the Lakers' jazz game last Friday. Uh, Anthony Davis, kind of from the bench, gives LeBron a heads up. LeBron's out on the court, and he's pointing to his, his hair like, dude. And you can see LeBron, the top of LeBron's head, there's a couple of patches that are there that weren't there earlier.
2: Yeah, it kind of looks like we were just talking about golf. It kind of looks like when you hit the ground on the fairway and it, it like pushes yeah. a bunch of grass backwards. He had some, he had some head divots. <laughs> a couple of head divots there.
0: I, I don't know what he's doing, but it's plugs? It's no secret that LeBron started going bald years ago, and then he, he like he was really balding, and then his hair magically came back yeah um i I don't think it's plugs, I hope it's not plugs because that's supposed to be permanent, and you don't want that falling out during a game, but what else is it uh there's there's like hair that you glue to your head, man, really? Yeah, you don't know about this No, no, they're called hair systems, just so it doesn't sound like uh you're just gluing barber clippings to your head. (laughs) Yeah. Hair system. Like John Travolta wore one forever. He's just recently embraced his baldness. I think he looks way better. He
2: looks way better.
0: Yeah. But he had the the hair system that would come down and give him that fake hairline at the front and you could see the strands.
2: Like, it was a pretty good one, but still... It just looks unnatural. It, it, if anybody can shave their head, it's LeBron. Like black guys look great with shaved heads. Michael Jordan did it. Oh, Jim. I'm saying. I'm saying
0: all his, black guys look great with a shaved head. They That's look be- racist. They look
2: better than white guys, and I'm racist <laughs> against white guys right now. <laughs> I mean, Sam Jackson. You got Michael Jordan. So I shaved many. my head. I guarantee LeBron would look better than me with a shaved head. Because yeah, white guys end up with the two tone you know but black eyes is like one smooth canvas looks okay. good <laughs> do I have two
0: tone like the, the top of my head is is whiter than the rest of my head
2: yeah cause is that what you're saying it hasn't got sun over the years and then when the uh, when the hair comes in it's a little more evident mm-hmm. you know because then it starts because the dark hair on the, on the super white head yeah versus the top that's totally gone Oh, great.
0: Now I'm going to start sticking hair on my head. I feel super self-conscious about myself. Thanks,
2: Jim. Just always wear two headbands like young LeBron. So, <laughs> <That's> all the <laughs> covers happen. You know that. Welcome to the Test Show Podcast. None of these systems really work that well. The richest guy in the world can't even get away with it. One of the mm-hmm. richest guys.
0: Well, you, there's the ads where you like. like, I can even go swimming with it on. Well, if you can't play a game of basketball with it on, then you probably shouldn't go swimming with yeah. it on. You know what? Whatever makes you feel good about yourself. Sure. Whatever gives you that confidence. hmm But I'm sure your your teammate pointing it out on live television that your, your hair system is falling apart during a basketball game is not a huge confidence builder. <laughs> no. None of us can ever catch a break with ProLine, man. We uh, will play occasionally but we never win. And Adam is on the phone. Adam's got a story about a big pro line win. How you doing, man? Not too bad. Have you guys heard the story about the largest pro line ever sold? No. So I can't verify this, but a uh, guy says to his wife, Hey, can you buy me a pro line ticket? She says, Sure. He says, put twenty bucks on it. She says, Okay. She says, What do you want me to pick? He says, I don't care. She looks at the list. And she goes, well, I'd rather go to San Diego than go to New York. I'd rather go to uh, Dallas than go to Green Bay. And she just randomly picked it. It was an upset week. $900,000. Come on. That's what I heard. Who would he- you hear that from? A friend of a friend? Well, he may or may not have been standing sideways in a bar telling me this, but... <laughs> okay. Oh, just, just think about it, right? You hit that
2: many offsets with all the odds stacked against you?
0: Well, yeah, I have no question that you could win a lot of money, but this this sounds like one of those urban legends.
2: Well, here, okay, cause so I found I found a, a, a city news story from 2006. Woman wins biggest pro-line lottery in Ontario history. Uh... Sarah maybe is now living, breathing an epitome of a rare breed of individuals who made all the right picks despite an admitted lack of knowledge in the sport they are wagering on. Uh, it was football. Uh, she picked 13 out of 13 winners over the weekend and made 444,000. Wow! See, well, but it doesn't say anything about her husband. Uh, as a wait- she was a waitress. There's a picture of her with her husband. But, like, who knows what the story behind it is. Yeah, so I guess it, there is some truth to it. So she won uh, almost 500 grand? Yep. That's pretty
0: sweet. I'm going to get my wife to start playing pro line for me. <laughs> Where would you
2: rather go, honey? <laughs> right? I want to see you peacock,
0: cock, your peacock, cock. Time for sports. Devin Peacock wanted to get your thoughts on Tom Brady. I know there was some speculation over the weekend that... He may not be a New England Patriot for much longer.
1: Yeah, Adam Schefter from ESPN, when he was laying out the options for Tom Brady, said that there's obviously there's three. There's one that he returns next year, there's one that he retires next year, and there's one that he moves to a new team next year. Schefter was uh, saying he thinks the least likely option is that Brady is back with the Patriots next year. Really? Which would be you know huge. Now there's a couple things that have happened up until now. One, he has put his house up for sale. Two, his trainer, as Alex Guerrero, has put his house up for sale. Their business partners. He's the guy that the Patriots have uh, kicked off their premises in the past because of some of his techniques. And three, they redid Brady's contract where they gave him an extension. However, they gave him more money in the first year and the second year they can void, so they could just say you know we're going to walk away from this contract at the end of this season. So that's led to all the speculation. I think really there's only two options that happen with Brady. One is he returns next season. Two is he retires. I do not see Tom Brady playing for any team in the NFL, I know you know there's Joe Montana played for the Chiefs. Yeah, Peyton you know, Manning went and played for the Broncos. Broncos. You you know you know Willie Mays you know had a cup of coffee with the Mets. Hakeem Olajuwon ended his career with the Toronto Raptors. Randomly like this happened. Brett Favre went to the Vikings. With the Vikings yeah. and the Jets. Like, yeah. he bumped around a couple times. I just do not see Tom Brady playing for another team, given all that he has done with the Patriots.
2: Well, there's
0: there's also rumors that there are some sour grapes that have developed over time between him, Belichick, and the Patriots organization. So I, I could see him just thinking that he could go somewhere else to stick it to the Patriots to prove that it was him. It was him who who won those six rings. And uh, he's going to do it again with someone else.
1: That is true, and that that I think that hostility has been there. Like there were stories last year about Belichick calling out Brady in film sessions, which he didn't used to do. There have been reports, though, this year that suggest the working relationship between Brady and Belichick is a good one. Uh, Brady recently passed uh, Peyton Manning for passing yards. Uh, Belichick gave him the game ball after that. And he said some nice things about Brady. And uh, Brady said, you know, it's really nice of Coach Belichick to do that. What I think is at play here is Brady's now 42 years old. He's going on 43. So old. And (laughs) he doesn't. I don't think he knows. Like He gave an interview really recently saying he doesn't know what he wants to do. So I think what he's doing is he's giving himself flexibility. If he wants to return next year, there's like no reason why the patrons wouldn't want him back. They're 8-0 this year. They're looking like they're really one of strong the strong contenders for the again. Super Bowl. Yeah. But he has said in the past, you know, one day I think i will wake up and say, you know what, that's enough. Do you think if he does win the Super Bowl again this year, then he'll retire? It more likely to retire. I I would think so. I mean, what better way to go out than on top, having won like multiple Super Bowls yeah. in a row? Like he's already well, we, the goat. Said,
0: we said that three Super Bowls. Yeah, now, right? yeah. <laughs> he's already the goat. Like
1: he's like they've won two in a row now, right? Because they uh, they lost to the Eagles two years ago. And then they but they beat the uh, Falcons. There's no question he's good they're at They're on a string of like four five throwing Super a football Bowl appearances in general. He's the GOAT, but I think for him it's nice to go out on top, and he just wants that flexibility. That's the Taz Show Podcast.
0: Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM96 or FM96.com.